You are listening to episode 282 on University of Adversity. Yep. In the age of uh, social media, it's easier than ever to, you know, compare yourself to others and, and feel bad about yourself. I mean, and I, and I think everyone's guilty of it in some capacity, you know, but really getting back to your true nature, being unapologetically yourself, I think is, is the true essence of of create, creating anything that is sustainable, that is passionate. Life is gonna give you challenges, struggles. It's gonna force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to University of Adversity Podcast. This is your first time dropping in. Welcome to the family. All your regular listeners, welcome back. If you, however, are brand new, please feel free to go and subscribe to wherever you're listening to this. And if you want to watch this on YouTube, it is available there. Subscribing is really, really important, everybody. And if you guys feel called to do so, and I always appreciate it, if you get value from this episode, please share it with a friend. Or if you could leave us a five-star review, on Apple, it's greatly appreciated. Today's guest, his name is Kerry Jack. This guy's an absolute legend. He's done so much in his life. Super inspiring dude. He's a lifestyle entrepreneur, author, podcast host, professional actor, model, biohacker, echo warrior, martial artist, and humanitarian striving to make a positive impact on this planet. Kerry is the founder of The Happy Hustle, whose mission is to educate, inspire, and entertain while reminding you to enjoy the journey, not just the destination. As you happy hustle for life of passion and purpose. We covered a lot today, ladies and gentlemen. Kerry has so much value. He is just got so much love in his heart. I could tell. I haven't known him that long, but his passion for life and being an entrepreneur and all the amazing things that he's doing is really, really inspiring. He's got a great podcast as well called the Happy Hustle Podcast. And I highly recommend you guys go and checking that out after as well and leaving him a five-star review and listening to his episodes there. So without further ado, Kerry Jack coming right up. Mr. Kerry Jack, welcome to the show, brother. Happy Hustle. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me, Lance. This is uh, this is gonna be great, dude. So super excited to connect. Um, you know, we've been connected for a few weeks now. You know, I've been in here doing the podcast mastermind, and I'm really loving what you're what you're about, man. I I I really your energy and what you're doing for the world is is great, and I I could tell right away that we get along. And you know, you've done you've done so much. In this world, and I was looking at it. Like I was telling you before. I was like, "Man, this guy's accomplished a lot," <laughs> and we could probably have a few different episodes. And so, where I guess I where I guess I want to start, man, is um, there's obviously been a challenging time the last nine months. I mean, you know, Captain Obvious. But where yeah. I really <laughs> like to where I really like to start is that there is when we do personal development and we're doing all the work. Sometimes it's challenging when like the real life stuff shows up. Like it's easy, some it's not easy, but in entrepreneurship and business and in that those areas is one thing. When then like real life stuff starts to happen, and where I want to kick it off with you is like, 
in the last nine or 10 months with what's going on, you know, what has been your biggest challenge that you have faced and what are some things that you've done to navigate through that? Oh, yeah, man. Well, first and foremost, I just want to give a shout out to all the U of A listeners, man, because this is a great tribe. And I think Lance is just such a stand-up guy, just his energy. And I just want to shout out to you, bro, for for just being the humble servant you are and, and helping us all through adversity. And I think adversity shapes Amen. each and every one of us, man. And that's the truth. Like, I think this past 12 months, you know, or the, the pandemic, it's, yeah. uh, it's been a real gut check for a lot of people. And for me, especially too, and not in the way that maybe most have experienced it um, with, you know, the loss of work. Yes, that happened. Um, I actually changed. I was, you know, VP of a biohacking company, um, pivoted from that to focus on my own thing. I've always been an entrepreneur, but I, I made that pivot throughout this, you know, pandemic because I saw true characteristics through adversity, which I think adversity reveals true characteristics mm. in oneself. So, you know, I saw that I, I pivoted. But in addition, you know, this pandemic was especially tough for me because I actually almost lost my brother. He got COVID and he had a couple other co-infections prior and he was on his deathbed, man. Whoa. So we had to like nurse him back to health. I took him to the ER because I was like, enough's enough, man. We got to get you help. We were doing a bunch of biohacking stuff, but some of it actually I think was counterproductive <laughs> and yeah. um, not on my accord. It was uh, actually my ex-business partner, which is one of the reasons why I shifted. Uh, but there was some, some stuff that, you know, really put him over into this really dark place. And he, um, yeah, it, that was some, some severe adversity. And then in addition, you know, we actually relocated from sunny South Florida. My fiance and I moved to Bozeman, Montana, where I currently reside. And I grew up half in Florida, you know, surf and skate, and then half in Red Lodge, Montana, camp and fish and hunt and hike. And so I've always, my heart has always been in Montana, even though I've lived all over from Bangkok to Barcelona and Rio to LA. It's, this has always been my home. So I think those are been some of the, the key adversities that I've faced over the past 12 months. Um, that, you know, I'm happy to explore further with you if you'd like, or, you know, talk about deeper. Yeah. Well, I would love to sort of talk about, you know, the biohacking area of it. And what do you see that people like, what, what do you see that people have been lacking in as far as like the education of like the health aspect of it? I mean, what, what have you seen from your expertise? Like, what have you noticed that I know we talked about vitamin D beforehand and I know that's yeah. kind of an obvious thing now. Mm -hmm. Like what are some other things that you've, you've come across? Yeah. Vitamin D um, deficiencies are, are, are pretty serious, you know, and I think not enough people are getting outside. So I mm -hmm. urge everyone listening, get outside more, connect with Pachamama, this beautiful mother earth. And uh, you know, let's protect it in the process because we've been just, you know, destroying her. And it's a shame. Um, in terms of health and biohacking, I, I see diet, you know, as, as much as people talk about it, and it becomes almost cliche, I think it's more important what you keep out of your body than what you put in your body. And a lot of people miss it here. And they're, they're, you know, eating a healthy salad one time a week, and then they put down five cheeseburgers the rest of the week, you know, so I think cutting out the junk food, the sodas, the, you know, the alcohol, the cigarettes, the smoke, and, you know, then focus on just simple 
you know, tactics of drinking enough water, like actually hydrate yourself. Um, obviously sweating every day is huge. Uh, some, some form of mindfulness as well plays into biohacking. I mean, I could go as, as niche as you want. I've, I've done all the peptides and the stem cells and all sorts of high end, you know, mm-hmm. like we were deep in the trenches, you know, in the biohacking world, one of the top companies and um, we're dealing with Olympic gold medalists to fortune 500 CEOs. I've coached them all. Uh, it's just, I think some of the basics are really overlooked. So that's where I always like to start. Yeah. It's interesting how some of the the most simple things that we can do are overlooked and we're trying to look for like these huge answers. Yeah. And it's really just, you know, and, and like you said, it's sometimes what you, it's not about what you're putting in your body, but like, you know, take like a lot of the stuff, like there's just so much crap and it's, it's like, you don't need to add a lot, you know, you just need to take out some of the, some of the shit. It's yeah. like, we don't need this, like, we don't need this magic thing to like, to help us. A lot of times it's eliminate something that we're putting in that's not serving us, you know, like it's, yep. and that seems to be more than more the case in most people. Yeah, you're 100% right, man. And I think I would just urge everyone listening to just kind of take stock in their routine and how they feel, you know, and especially with food sensitivities, you know, there's a Mm -hmm. lot of foods like gluten. A lot of people are actually gluten intolerant and they don't even know it, Mm -hmm. but they'll eat a sandwich and they'll be like, "Mm," you know, sluggish or lethargic afterwards. So I would just pay attention to your diet. Just take stock for the next, you know, seven days and really be deliberate and even track because what you can measure, you can manage. And I'm big on tracking. Um, If you just track where you stand in terms of your energy levels and how you feel after certain meals and after certain foods, that's a good place to start. Yeah, because I've talked about this also. You won't know what the thing is until you eliminate it for a while, right? Mm -hmm. And I remember learning about gluten. I think it was Tom O'Brien or Tim O'Brien years ago. And he was saying gluten is in your system for weeks, like literally weeks. Yeah. And I remember, I think it was like almost six weeks before you're full, it's fully out. So, and it causes, it's not only your gut, but it's connected to your brain and there's just so much inflammation. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't realize it because they think they got to be full on celiac for them to get affected by it. And that's mm-hmm. just not the case. Yep. Yeah, it's true. And I think, you know, another, you, you brought up inflammation. I think a, a key part of just optimal health is detoxification, making sure that you're, you know, ridding the body of the toxins. And, and one of the ways I like to do that is with infrared saunas mm-hmm. um, and, and sweating, you know, sweating, you can sit on your bum, you can, you can burn calories, lose weight, you know, you could, you could get a ton of health benefits from, from detoxifying the body properly. And it also decreases inflammation when you do detoxify properly. And inflammation actually is the stem of a lot of disease. So you, you want to focus on decreasing that inflammation. Mm. Yeah, because that's really, that's really the most basic thing is like everything is based on inflammation. That's where everything mm-hmm. starts, right? That's what I had Dr. Pompa on. And oh, nice. I've, I've had some other people on and just really understanding that if you're inflamed, then it's really hard for your body to function, like for your organs and everything to function the way they should because they're, they're just like, there's like this habit being wreaked all over the place and they don't even get their chance to like calm down and allow things to 
work as they're supposed to because we're always inflamed. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And, and one way I, I know you've, you've had a, a bunch of rock stars on and, and especially some who are way farther qualified than, than I to talk about health and wellness. However, you know, I, I've found success by just keeping it simple. I'm, I've been a holistic biohacker since day one. My mom's an OG biohacker, like no antibiotics, no vaccines, no nothing. Like I, you know, I'm like very natural. I focus on Eastern mm. medicine. I've trained with the Taoist priest and Kung Fu master since I was a boy and I'm big on chi energy. And I think, you know, just getting back to the, the, the simplistic nature of we're, we're human beings. We're meant to be outside. We're meant to eat things from the earth that are not, you know, processed food for from industrial agriculture, you know, sprayed with pesticides. Like we need to get back to our roots as human beings. And, you know, one thing too, just you mentioned inflammation, a, a really good way to get rid of inflammation, although it sucks for the first couple of minutes is ice baths and, you know, uh, cold thermogenesis. And I get cold every day and I get hot every day. I, I, I live right here by um, a hot spring. So I get hot and thermal water. And then there's a cold tub right there. And I, every day, that's part of my routine. And it not only does it build mental fortitude, but it decreases inflammation. Mm, yeah. Oh, man, I love cold exposure, like jumping in the... Yeah. Like, but I, I hate it, but I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> yeah, you love it after. <laughs> not, <laughs> not during. Man. <laughs> or before. <laughs> so let's, let's unpack that then. Let's go back to the beginning of your story because this is super interesting. And if anybody knows, like I've, I would rather hear from someone like you that's actually, you know, grown up in this kind of environment and learning like this. So like you have, a, dude, like this, this advice is gold. <laughs> I, I, I really, and anybody listening, I, I'm sure you guys understand as well, like having somebody that has been able to, you know, actually live it and actually learn it and holistically is one thing rather than just talk about it. Like you're, you're actually, you've lived it, man. And that's, that's, I find so interesting. So like, take us back to the beginning then. What was it like for you growing up? Walk us through a little bit of the journey with your mom and your family and how you sort of were shaped into this, this, this direction. Yeah, well, I mean, it's my mom's a, a chiropractor by trade, but big in, um, you know, functional medicine, and so we just were raised uh, to be very holistic. You know, no, like instead of reaching for the medicine cabinet if we were sick, we'd reach for the herb drawer. You know, instead of having sodas on the table, we'd have tea. You know, instead of like going to the doctor, we would, you know like meditate and, and, and work through certain ailments mentally. I mean, I've had my share of adversity, you know, growing up. Um, we moved 24 times as a kid and, wow. and actually uh, my mom was super sick um, with uh, a, a severe mold allergy. So she had a, a toxic mold exposure, which a lot of people don't realize mold has a, a, a very negative detrimental effect on, on a small percentage of people, but it chronically affects a mass majority of people. So I would urge people to get their homes mold tested if they are feeling like a chronic pain or, or some type of, you know, like uh, fuzzy brain fog, you know, and they just can't figure it out. A lot of times it stems back to, uh, you know, Wi-Fi, uh, like 5G and, uh, you know, these EMFs, these electromagnetic frequencies that we were attracted to or mold. Like we saw that with time and time again with clients, 
But going back to my story, my mom had this toxic exposure and it caused us to move a bunch. Um, you know, my, my dad lived in Red Lodge, Montana. And so I grew up like split in time, half and half. I had two loving parents, but you know, there was plenty of adversity uh, through, throughout the divorce and got into a lot of trouble as a kid, you know, found myself, uh, um, you know, in trouble with the law more times than once. And uh, I always say I traded my life of hustling for now happy hustling and I used my powers for good, but it wasn't always that way. You know, yeah. I'll spare myself and your audience the, uh, the <laughs> stories, but man, I got, I got I had some close calls. Yeah. <laughs> so so but that was really it, man. Just like living the holistic lifestyle from an early age, you know, practicing Tai Chi, practicing Qigong, eating right, eating organic foods, you know, I, I mean, I, I slip up, I, I like a good muffin, just like the next guy, you know, and I don't call it slipping up. I, I earn that muffin. Yeah. When I eat a muffin and a pastry, which is my kryptonite, I'll work for it. You know, I'll go harder that day. So that's, I think it's balance. It all comes down to balance in moderation. And that's kind of what I built the happy hustle upon is balance equals happiness in every area of your life, but especially the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler, which I'm happy to get into a little bit later. Yeah, no, absolutely. And this Tai Chi thing is really interesting to me also, because the first time I really heard about it has been through like uh, Paul Check talks about it. Mm -hmm. And, and then when we did it with the, with you during the mastermind, and I found it to really calm me down. And I was actually going to ask you, I was going to say, let's do that before, but we ended up not. But why, <laughs> how is that, how is that powerful? Like, why is that working? Can you talk us through a little bit of that practice? And, you know, cause for people, I think a lot of us need these little extra tools and maybe someone could use that and, you know, maybe get through that, that, that moment where they're feeling maybe stressed out or, you know, where they just need to connect to themselves. For sure. So when I when we talk about Tai Chi, essentially what we're talking about is moving meditation, but you're channeling your inner chi and all of your life force energy is chi, Q-I, essentially, if you're going to spell it. And really the practice of Tai Chi is channeling that energy and moving it throughout the body, throughout the bloodstream, activating all your cells. And so when you can simply focus on your breath and, and do this moving meditation, it calms anxiety, it calms you know, stress, and really taps you into the present moment. And there's just tons of benefits. And they, they've shown you know, through years of scientific literature the benefits of this moving meditation. Um, but that's essentially the gist of it. Mm. Yeah, I just, I always, I find all these different modalities so interesting, you know, mm -hmm. because they can really, it's just about moving that energy around your body, whether it's breath work, you know, yoga, meditation, it's always great to have a few of these in your toolbox, you know, because, you know, and what that exercise we did the other day, I did it yesterday and I was like, oh man, I really oh, like cool. That. Yeah. I mean, it's, those are the simple things that can really you know, just change up how you're feeling, especially if you're in a funk, right? Like mm -hmm. a lot of people make decisions when they're in a funk or they do things and it's like, well, no, why don't you try like moving, like change it up. And sometimes exercises like that or practices like that can be super helpful, you know? Yeah, 100%, man. It, you know, and it's scientifically proven six deep breaths can change your state. So if you're feeling stressful, anyone out there listening, just deep inhale. Deep exhale and six of those bad boys, and you're going to feel like a different person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're going to be in a new state. And 
people sometimes they overcomplicate it. I know you've had on some awesome breath workers here on U of A, and and you know I, I know that you believe in the power of breath work, but it really once you can can really hone your skill and and you can get high on your own supply. Let me tell you, you know if you really do some serious breath work, like it releases. Uh, that DMT inside the brain, and you can have some out of body experiences. You can shortcut your 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 learning curve to enlightenment, will you? And uh, it's it's pretty powerful. And I've done plant medicines. I've done all sorts of biohacks to get me there faster. But I personally think breath work is the easiest, most successful way. And and especially channeling that with Tai Chi. You mentioned you know that movie meditation. Well, one thing also that I like to do every day is I'll scan my body with my hands. And if everyone out there listening could just, you, you put your hands up and you have your palms facing one another, you can feel that energy that we emit, right? You can feel it. Move your fingertips back and forth, right? You feel that, Lance? Yeah. Yeah. So then you can kind of play with it. You can expand out and in, out and in. You feel it? Yeah, it's, it's interesting and, to think like that. I mean, because sometimes we think, oh, it's air, it's nothing. No, it's, it's energy. And what I like to do is I scan my whole body with my palms and I'll scan and I'll feel, oh, I got a little neck pain right here. And I'll clear that stinky chi and I'll uh, shake it off my body and I'll, okay. I'll clear this side. Oh, you know what? Uh, maybe I had a little head pressure today. And so I have a, another mentor who was an energy worker who taught me how to clear energy. And so I think there's so much power. We're all energetic beings. So if you can just, you know, scan your body, clear, you know, any stuck, stale chi from your body and just release and, and allow that to flow again, you'll feel a lot better. And one thing I also want to mention with this, I stretch every day. And if you didn't know, stretching adds seven years to your life, apparently. So touch them toes, baby, because it mm. helps. <laughs> Dude, that's very, it's very helpful. What about, what do you say to people that have resistance to that though? Like there's, I, I'm sure there's people that are like, oh, that's bullshit, right? Like, like, how do you, how do you, like, how do you explain that to somebody or, or invite them or show them to, to, to try that? Because I know I was at one point in my life where I was like, uh, if I can't see it. Like it doesn't work, you know? And yeah. just like you can't see gravity, but you know, it works. There's yeah. a lot of things that people have resistance to. And how do you deal with that when people have that, when you talk about this kind of stuff? Yeah. I mean, really, I think everyone is here to have their own experience and have their yeah. own perspective. And I allow that. I never try to enforce my beliefs or my, mm. you know, viewpoint on anyone. It's, it's everyone to do their own thing at their own time. I, I share what works for me. And, you know, for, for me, I've seen my master chin move people from 15 feet across the room to the other side of the room, but with just energy. I've seen it. Whoa. So I know it. And he's done it to me without touching me being, you know, 15 feet away. He can move me all the way across the room. And so I know these are possible. These things, if you go back in history and you actually, you, you know, you look at the history of, of energy, it, it's, there's no denying it. It's mm -hmm. there, but yeah. people just like to, you know, sometimes uh, cloud their own judgment with totally other beliefs. And that's perfectly cool, man. I just think everyone should explore what works best for them. And, uh, and that's where I stay at, you know? Yeah, man. Well, I always think it's important as well. Like the more we have these kind of conversations and it, it, it people, sometimes you just need to hear it in the right form, the right 
conversation and it's like, oh shit, I'll try that. Because there's resistance to everything. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of ideas that I've heard over the years that I didn't believe until the right person said it or yeah. said it in the way that re- I could resonate with. And I'm like, oh, I like that. Okay, I'm going to try that, right? And I think that's, that's a lot to do with it too. It's just like, especially right now, like people don't know who to listen to or what. To, <laughs> it's just like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy out there. <laughs> it is, dude. There's a ton of misinformation. <laughs> yeah. And like everyone's a guru, you know? Yeah. And, and I don't claim to be a guru or nothing. I'm dude, just, you're a guru. Come on. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't <laughs> no, claim. I'm going through my own experience. I, I just, you. I'm a reporter, if anything. Yeah. You know, I'm sharing what I'm learning and I'm guiding others with that lens, you know, and, totally, and I, I, I believe in the service over self mindset, any way I can give back, like anyone listening, if they feel called to reach out, I'm here to serve. And, and that's really where I, I, I live at. And I love to be, mm. I gain the most fulfillment from helping others. And, you know, I think I just highly recommend everyone use discretion while and discernment. I love that word when they are following someone else or listen to other people. That's why I think it's important to, you know, listen to podcasts like this with Lance, because you do your research, you bring on experts, but you're also, you use discernment, you know, in the process. And I think a lot of people, especially, you know, it's sad, but with the, like the political landscape, they just, they're blindly following, you know, like sheep. And I I just don't, I I don't, um, you know, live my life that way. I use discernment. Oh, dude, I love it. And yeah, I think with right now what's going on too, it's like, we almost don't honor what we feel is right. Like we we've forgotten, like it's like, and even logic stuff that wouldn't have made sense a year ago yet. We're allowing this stuff to happen. And it's really at the end of the day too, you know, I don't talk a lot about this stuff, but it's important and something just, you have to know, does this feel right or does it not feel right? And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with that. It's like, yeah. we got to listen to what actually at the very, the very minimum, like what feels right? What doesn't, if it doesn't, there's a reason for that. Preach. Love it. Yeah. I mean, you got to listen to your intuition. We're, we're intuitive beings and we know deep down, you know, we, yeah. we call it our, our Dantian, our, our life force energy is all culminated in our Dantian, which is right by your belly button in the abdomen. And, and that feeling in your gut, that intuition, you have to listen to it. And if it doesn't feel right in business, don't make that deal. You know, if it doesn't feel right at the, that with that girl or guy, and don't force it, you know, you have to listen. We have to get back to, you know, our intuitive nature. Mm. You talked about being a servant and... I, for me, that is like where things really have shifted for me the last couple of years is looking at just being, serving how we can, you know, our medicine, our, whatever we can do to help. And I think that is such a key point in this life is understanding that. And also being a student and being the ability to be humble and learn, but also, you know, coming from a place where to serve. And I guess my question is, has it always been like that for you? Or is that something that came later? Because I've never, uh, that's recent within the last few years that that kind of has changed for me. Hmm. How's that been for you? Yeah, it's an interesting thought. And, and if, I, if I'm doing introspection on when that, that true shift happened, it probably was when I was 
a teenager um, initially. Mm-hmm. And then I read a book called The Peaceful Warrior by Dan Millman. I don't know if you've read that book. I haven't. I haven't read it all, though. Oh, great book. So Dan's a friend of mine, mentor, and I, um, I, I, I've since, you know, built a relationship with him. But back then, I, I was just up to no good, as I mentioned. And that book kind of showed me the two different sides of me to be the peaceful side and the warrior side. And I even felt so strong that I got it tatted on each arm, peaceful and warrior, to show the two sides of me. And you know, I think I was up into that point, too much warrior, you know, <laughs> and, and right. like, and focused on myself and, and my vigilance and, and also just living in that state. And, you know, throughout high school and, and college, I think I, I, I was focused more so on self. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I'll, I'll admit that. And then, you know, throughout my journey, I realized I think, okay, Carrie, the greatest fulfillment actually comes from when you're volunteering, you're reading to kids who don't have homes and they're orphans, or you're volunteering with kids with, you know, Down syndrome or autism, or, or you're giving back, you know, to help build a home, you know, or, or just giving money. If you can't, you know, give time, give money. If you can't give, you know, money, give advice or, or find a way to just like help others in some way. And, and that was a big shift. And then I heard Tony Robbins say, the secret to living is giving. And I was like, oh, that's it. All right. Now I know the secret. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I just, that's been just a staple in everything I do. I even have it on my email signature, the secret to living is giving. And, and, you know, I've always been big into personal growth and development. I've always been a hungry entrepreneur to make it. But now I realize, like Zig Ziglar says, you can have everything you want in this life if you just help enough others get what they want. So that's kind of been my whole shift is now focusing on just helping others. Mm. Yeah, it, man, that was, that's, it's such an important thing to remember, you know, mm-hmm. like, because we want to sell, sell, sell. And if you're in that mindset of just like trying to close people and even that word, like, it's it's really it's just a completely different perspective shift when you're actually you're in it to help versus like in it to like make money. Of course, making money is the byproduct. Yeah. But that perspective for me was huge as, as far as just shifting. And you're right, man. Like that fulfillment comes from helping people. Like it yeah. really it's like it's like selfishly I, I get so much enjoyment from it. Like, yeah. It's oh it's crazy. You're preaching to the choir, my man. <laughs> and and I do want to make a distinction. Sometimes helping others is selling them. And, and yeah. helping others to me, like I love totally. sales. And totally. and just this month, I I mean, this isn't bragging, but I've worked, you know, very little, but sold over probably a hundred K in services just this month. Yeah. Just today I had, you know, a 25K sale and I'm stoked about it, sure. Yeah. But I know how much it's gonna help this person, you know? Mm. And I'm like, damn. I'm selling with that mindset. I'm the facilitator. I'm creating a win-win for this person. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like it's a different mindset than, oh, what can I get from this interaction than to what can I give? So I go in every interaction with that, that add value first mindset. And mm-hmm. I think if you can adopt that, all the U of A you know, listeners out there who are, are really just going through it themselves, just flip it. Instead yeah. of figuring out what can this person bring to me, just see how you can add value to, to them. Yeah. And, and you'll see 
that karma circulates, the universe will take care of you. And, you know, ultimately, uh, you'll be better off in the process. Oh yeah, man. Totally. And congrats. That's, I mean, I don't like, that's, that doesn't surprise me at all, man. You, the, the amount that you serve and how you, how you, you know, show up in the world. That's fantastic. And yeah, I want to be clear, like just because you, you, you sell or whatever, doesn't make it a bad thing. It's a good, like yeah. making money and helping people and being rewarded for that abundance mindset. Like it's a great thing. Yeah. It's just your, like, I love the, the distinguishing of just like how your perspective is on it. You know, it's like you should be, once you help somebody, when you change their life, that's amazing. And like, you should be rewarded from that. Like, that's like your, I mean, that's the way life is, right? I mean, that's way every, but a lot of people, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of changing your perspective on it. Yeah. And I think sometimes you will be serving others by not selling them too. Mm -hmm. You know, like if it's not a fit, if you're, product or service isn't going to get them the desired result, then it is your moral obligation not to sell them, right? Mm. And oftentimes, you will find when you sell the wrong type of clients, it just causes more headache and problems from you anyway. So, you know, making that distinction, I think is very important. And and just looking at, you know, that service over self mindset in your sales process, in your business, in your life, it can can transform your entire reality. Yeah, I completely agree, man. Okay, I want to get into you know the happy hustle. What <laughs> is a happy hustle? Walk us through that a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, the happy hustle first is, is all about living a life of passion, purpose, and positive impact. And for me, I was hustling so hard, mm. but I wasn't happy. And I was, you know, launching my my tech startup in New York City, wearing the suit and tie and the fancy her soul glasses and the Prada shoes and putting on this whole facade, like, you know, with my brother going to investor board meetings and meeting with IBM and Microsoft. And we had this great algorithm that we created to really quantify feedback. And this was like, it's had this massive, this massive attraction from investors to do a, a really good thing in the industry, in the tech game. And we were working hard as hell for six months, 100 plus hour weeks to get this seven figure funding deal. Well, we finally got it. And I just burnt myself out. And my brother got burnt out too. And we basically had a heart to heart in our little shithole apartment in uh, Queens, New York. We were sharing a king size bed at the time. Um, the, the suits and the Prada stuff we got from working a gig as like a brand ambassador for Guilt City. I don't know if you know that brand, but it's like to get high end gear for for nothing. So we got the gear for free, but we were faking it till we make it like the yeah. epitome. You know, yeah. we would we would book people at uh, like WeWorks that we didn't have a a room at but we would go to we work early in the morning we'd say oh we'd like to do a trial date oh okay they'd show us around and then we'd basically have other um team members come later and then we'd have like investors come to our fake we work office <laughs> we, were, we had we did this i must have been to every we work in the damn new york city area uh, and we would plan them around networking events so we would get free meals out the deal too Smart. it was great Smart. oh yeah <laughs> anyway, point being, I burned myself out, man. And I wasn't, I wasn't happy, but I was hustling. And I think a lot of people can re- resonate with like that burnout or on the brink of burnout. So what I did, well, we said no to the money. We folded the tech startup. I moved to Bangkok, Thailand for 10 months. My brother went back, got his master's from the University of Florida. 
And that was it. And then when I was over in Thailand traveling, you know, all over Southeast Asia, I realized, whoa, there's a better way. There is a better way to make money, to make an impact. And basically, that's where I birthed the happy hustle. And, you know, this idea of lifestyle entrepreneurship, where I build my business around my lifestyle, not the other way around. Because I love fly fishing. I love horseback, right? And I love doing my Krav Maga martial arts, you know. And if I am grinding all day long and I don't got time to do those things, well, I'm not happy. So I realized that balance equals happiness. And then I put together this proprietary framework of these 10 alignments of actually being a happy hustler. So uh, that's essentially where it all came from. Walk us through what the 10 alignments are, man. Yeah. Um, so really, it comes down to these 10 alignments. And, and I'm happy to, you know, basically run through them here. And then if, if you know, your listeners are interested, we actually have like a quiz online where people can go and just basically measure where they rank in each alignment okay. just at thehappyhustle.com backslash quiz. But basically, it starts here with persistent personal development. And how I, I rank this is a one to five system where you just say, okay, five is you're crushing it. You're like, you're happy hustling in this area. For persistent personal development, that means you're learning something new every day. You're, you're putting educational and inspirational content in your in your ether, you're listening to, you know, University of Adversity podcast or the Happy Hustle podcast, right? Every day. And for me, I do 20 minutes of reading in the morning, 20 minutes of listening in the afternoon, 20 minutes of, you know, watching something inspirational or educational. That's how I quantify my personal development. However, if you're lacking, that would be a one, meaning you're not at all, you know, focused on your input and what you're putting into it. So that's the first alignment, persistent personal development. Second is optimized health, right? Without health, you know, what do you have? It, it, it's, it's a central cornerstone. And where we as entrepreneurs generate a lot of our energy is from, you know, our health and eating right. So I, I focus on, okay, one to five, where do I rank? And I rank myself once a week, you know, where I stand. This isn't like a one and done type deal. This is like, all right, where are we at this week, you know? Um, so Two is optimized health, making sure that you're eating right, that, you know, wholesome, organic, natural foods, and that you're, you know, exercising at least 25 minutes a day. That's the second alignment, optimized health. Third, we get into loving relationships, right? And this is, okay, if you don't have love in your life, you get to the top of the mountain, great, but you're the only one there. You've isolated, you know, everyone else around you. Maybe, you, you know, you broke up with your significant other or your, fair, your parents and, and your siblings don't get along it's, it's a shame, but I see it time and time again with entrepreneurs, especially is because they're sacrificing everything, you know, faith, family, fitness, fun for what? For profit and success. Mm -hmm. And that's, and there's just a better way. And this is for me, the better way. And, and I know you resonate with that too, because now you're happy hustling in the process. Mm -hmm. So loving relationships is the third alignment. And really taking stock, you know, with where you're at in each. And I have like tangible tactics and actionable takeaways for each of these that uh, I'm happy to go and do further, but I'll, I'll give you the overview here. Then you get into number four, purposeful work. This is, okay, are you actually excited to get up and, and get after it, right? And actually make an, a, an impact in the process. Like, mm. do you feel purpose behind what you're doing? That's the fourth alignment. Then you get into five, mindful spirituality. Like measuring where you rank. Are you meditating every day? Are you praying? Are you tapping into, you know, source energy of some kind? I, I don't care if it's one God or another. It's just, 
are you believing in a higher power? That's what's important to me, you know? So that's number five. Then you get into financial abundance, number six, which is like, okay, can you pay your bills? Great. Now let's talk about, do you have a system for saving, investing, spending wisely, right? Mm. You know, can you do whatever you want with, you know, whoever you want, as much as you want? Like that's financial abundance, right? Yeah. And so, so that's number six. Then we'll get into number seven, which is passionate hobbies, my personal favorite, <laughs> and or one of them at least. Mm. But this is where I see a lot of entrepreneurs missing it, man. And they're just not doing the things that they know light them up. They're not doing mm. the enjoyable hobbies that, that they know fulfill them. Like maybe it's just painting or, or maybe it's mountain biking or maybe it's, you know, paddle boarding or maybe it's doing a martial art or maybe it's fly fishing, right? Whatever it is for you. Maybe it's hockey like Lance, you know, like playing pickup hockey with the guys. You can get a lot of fulfillment with that, right? I mean, so, yeah. so people will miss it. And what I, what I focus on here with my, you know, whole system is scheduling each of these 10 alignments into your weekly routine and you treat them all with the same importance. So your, your business meeting is just as important as your meeting to go, you know, do painting as just as important as your, your meditation time, right? So it's the collective experience it all gets the same energy from Lance and, and whoever it is that's, you know, following through. So then you get into number eight, nature connection. And we're living like zoo animals, Lance, you know it. We see it like you're, you're in your high rise apartments and high rise offices, and then you go, you know commute in your cage on wheels, you know, and we're, yeah. we're just like, we're, we're stuck inside with these fake lights and this, this devices beaming at us. We got to get outside. We got to tap into to Pachamama, you know, and yeah. ground yourself and just swim in natural bodies of water and give vitamin D like we mentioned. So that's an important component. And, I, and now I have another company called Sustainable Breakthroughs that's fighting the plastic pollution epidemic and, and uh, climate change. And, and I'm a big eco warrior. So this one really, you know, has a place in my heart. And then we get into number nine, selfless service, which is, okay, secret to living is giving, right? Giving back, making sure that you're volunteering, you know, a couple of times a week. I, I like to use a, um, an app called Kiva, K-I-V-A, and it just takes from my bank account every single month. And I, and I give micro loans to social entrepreneurs in third world countries. So I know every single month I'm giving money. I'm giving, you know, expertise. I'm mentoring kids. Um, you know, I, I feel very called to serve others, as I mentioned, and, and you mm. can do so in an automated way that really makes a difference. And then number 10, bringing it home, blissful balance, you know, balance equals happiness. So making sure that you're just collectively balanced. And if you think of that teeter totter of like personal life, professional life, and it's a constant ebb and flow, but making sure you're as balanced as possible, I think is essential. If you're, if you're going to really look at the overarching theme of your life, just making sure balance is a priority. Um, that, that's the way. So those are the 10 alignments of being a happy hustler. Uh, hope, hope that wasn't too wordy and breathy. I feel like I've been on a, a ramble tangent. Dude, that is so, those are so valuable, man. And my biggest takeaway that out of all of those was scheduling them all as being just as important as the other. Mm. Right. And because we think certain things have more value and deserve more time or deserve more attention, but that balance is so key that we are most are missing. It's even, I've heard this the other time I've heard this as well as somebody said, even balance, even putting in calling your mom or your family, in the calendar. Yeah. Just like the simplest things. Because if I know for me, if the cal if it's not in the calendar, 
it usually doesn't happen. Yeah, exactly. right? Like I have to, even if it's manually put it in, at least I look at it, I know it's there. And I think that's a huge thing that people are missing is that those things that bring you joy, those things that may not be, you know, like the, the, the grinding, you know, the work, the money-making activities, sometimes those other things like the art and the poetry or the painting or whatever is just as important because it's actually going to make you better at your craft. You know, like it's going to make you better when you're well-rounded like that. It's going to make you happier. It's going to make you more productive. Yet some people think I need to just do, I need to just grind, 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 grind. And that's just not the best way to do it. It's not sustainable. Mm -mm. There you go. You said it, man. It's not sustainable. And I, I think people who are grinding hard like that and, and shout out to Gary V. Yeah. Sure, man. Get after it, bro. That's not the life I want. No. <laughs> you know? He's aged a lot. I've noticed <laughs> yeah. Over the years. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's, for me, I'm perfectly cool with Dude. opening up my laptop, making a couple calls, you know, connecting Dude. with my tribe, putting some great content out and then going hiking and then bringing my fly rod and my dog and my fiance and go have a little picnic and then yeah. go to the hot springs later in the evening. Maybe I'll go snowboarding the next, you know, like I'm cool <laughs> with that. I don't, you know, I'm having an impact. I'm having fun. I just, I think uh, people who, you know, are really hustling for the wrong reasons soon come to figure out that the things, the materialistic items don't bring the fulfillment. You know, it's the impact you have on others. The journey, loving the journey. There you and go. just the most important thing is I'm coming to Carrie's house. I'm going to come live in a day in your life. <laughs> Do it. Come visit, bro. So, you know, also like a lot of these things are expectations that are just made up. A lot of it's bullshit. Like we have these, these things that we, we're, we're supposed to do it like this way. You know, we, somebody on social media is doing it like that. So that's the way we need to do it. And if we don't do that when we feel bad, and it's just this constant comparison. And if you don't hit that, then it's a failure. And it's not the case. But we make this up with these expectations. And sometimes these expectations that we have are what actually put us in this, this depression. Because the only, the only one that you have to be better than or be, you know, answer to is yourself. Yep. And yet we're still comparing ourselves to other people which creates this weird energy of failure if you don't hit what they hit. Mm -hmm. Compare right? and despair. Yep. In the age of uh, social media, it's easier than ever to, you know, compare yourself to others and, and feel bad about yourself. I mean, and I, and I think everyone's guilty of it in some capacity, you know, but really getting back to your true nature, being unapologetically yourself, I think is, is the true essence of, of creating creating anything that is sustainable, that is passionate, and and yeah. you know I, I mentioned the three pillars of happy hustling to me are passion, purpose, and positive impact. And when I think of passion, a lot of people, you know, they 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 put those buzzwords on there, and it is what it is, you know. But for me, I, I actually I like I look into it. I say, okay, passion. What does that mean? It's it's actually the internal, like that inward facing drive like what lights me up what fuels me so think of out there guys what is inside you that passion inside you what cause do you feel 
called to help or a problem do you feel called to solve you know and then the purpose comes with like the external facing right so it's like okay i have my internal passion now i want to externally serve with it and that's the purpose right where you're saying okay i feel i feel called to solve this problem here's how here's my purpose now and you plant your flag and you go get it and then the positive impact is like you said the byproduct of doing the work doing the thing you know, adding that passion and that purpose together to make that positive impact. So felt mm -hmm. like I'd uh, break that down a little further for you. <laughs> for sure. Well, some, some people say, oh, you can't make money off your passion or like these kind of things. And, and it discourages people because I, man, I honestly believe, I truly believe, and this is just me. Like, I don't know shit, but like, this is just my opinion. <laughs> I, you know, you know a lot. I, I look at this world and I look at this journey that we're on and I just, it never has made sense to me to do things to just make money. Like through, you know, I'm 37 and when I was graduating high school, everyone was telling me to go into trades and I respect them. A lot of my friends do it. You know, the electrician, construction, all that great work. If that's for you. Yeah. But that never felt right. Like, yes, that would have made sense. Like, yeah, great. I could have made whatever and have my own company. But I've never understood doing something just for that. Mm. I've, never, I've never been one to do that. And that's one thing I think I've done right in my life personally is just follow the call most of the times. And yeah, like, I mean, you may not make money directly right away off the thing that you're really passionate about, but Man, like I would encourage anybody, all you guys listening, like if you have that thing that you want to do, just fucking do it. Like mm. take the step, write it down, like act on that, that, that intuition, that, that pulse that you get, you know, mm -hmm. and because you're, you're going to talk yourself out of it and you start to research Google, you start to hear people on social media, and you're like, oh, I can't do that. And that's bullshit. Like we have to honor that. And I, I really, really want to encourage all you guys listening, if you have that passion, you know, like you got to follow that, mm -hmm. you know, like, oh, I, I know, yeah. you know, man, like you're, oh, I love you're living it. proof. You're preaching to the choir, man. And, and, you know, I just want to echo it and, and say, you guys can do it and you will succeed if you don't quit <laughs> and there will be adversity yeah. in any journey that you embark on. So why not embark on a journey that you actually yearn for, right? That you want that desired result. Mm. right i mean yeah. it's going to happen whether you're working for the man or you're building your dream or someone else's you know there yeah. will be adversity so might make it something that you're passionate about that you you feel purpose for and it'll be so much easier to push past that inevitable adversity when you are feeling that that calling right mm. and it it's a it's a great point that you made man and and honoring your truth like you're like you following that and really, and I've been really going into this deep lately is like, what is my truth? You know, like what is honoring that mean? You know, your soul, your intuition, your heart. And if you're living a lie, if you're living someone else's expectations, then you're attracting people that have this vision of somebody that's not even real. It's not even true. And if you get haters from that, there's going to be haters no matter what. But if you get haters from something that is out of alignment of your truth, your passion, your real purpose, that's worse than when you're honoring yourself 
And you're like, fuck, I'm doing what I want to do. So if you hate me, that's just the way it is. At least if you're going to have those, it'd be, it's so much better to honor where you, and actually be in truth with it rather than yeah. trying to be somebody else. Yeah, love it, man. And, and there, there will be haters. However, I do want to say something, Lance. You know, you have to earn the right to do what you love. Mm. I, I had to shovel shit. I had mm. work construction. I wore the damn banana suit at a smoothie shop, okay? Mm. I've sung for tips at a damn ice cream parlor. <laughs> I've bartended. I've, I've taken my clothes out for money. <laughs> I've, done, yeah. I've sold illegal items. I've, I've done yeah. a lot of things in exchange for money, and I had to earn the right to do what I love, and so do you. And there's no shortcuts to success. And I know, Lance, I know you've had to earn the right to do what you love. So don't get discouraged wherever you're at in this yeah. journey. You got to keep going. You got to earn that right to do what you love. However, it is possible. You have to know it. You have to believe it. And you have to also manifest it. Like, I'm not all about, hey, just think of the Lambo and it'll be in your driveway. Like, that's not, that's not reality to me. That's not the law of attraction is working for us. However, you got to do the work you got to earn it. Mm. And you do have to earn the right to do what you love. So wherever you're at in that journey, guys, just keep going, but All stay right. focused on the goal and reverse engineer that process. And success leaves clues. Find someone who actually is where you want to be, right? Mm. And just reverse engineer that process and you can get there. Yeah, man, that's a great point. You do have to shovel shit for a while. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, and I'm the same way, you know, but I like, as far as like you, everybody knows within, everybody has all the answers within. It's just taking, it's like we said earlier with health. It's like, sometimes it's taking out the nonsense to remember who we are. And whether you like, as long as you're going, you're going down that path of following the call, you're going to have to shovel shit. And like, for me, it was, you know, bartend and deal with people's shit for so many years, you know? And it's like, but that, that makes it, and I wouldn't change that. I mm -hmm. wouldn't change it for the world. And even entrepreneurial journey, man, like you, it's been the hardest, the most ruthless journey as far as like not physical labor, but mm -hmm. like literally taking all your weaknesses and shining lights on them and just like yeah. tests <laughs> all the time. Yeah, like yeah. Every single thing, like your emotional state, your physical state, like how you communicate, like your weaknesses, the stuff you hide from, like all this shit is like, you got to deal with this right now. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so true. Oh man. It's a beast. It is a beast. I mean, you know, the entrepreneur game, it, it gets glamorized. However, <laughs> you know, the reality is you got to work. You got to put forth the effort, man. And, you know, it's not for everyone. It really isn't. You know, a lot of people are, are, are perfectly content being a number two, number three. Yeah. And, and, and just, and I think that's a beautiful state to, to know where you stand. And if you don't feel like starting your own business or being your own boss, okay, well align with someone who does, you know, speak to your soul and, and that mission that you feel called to help serve. Cause there's, there's plenty of people out there who are aligned with you. You just have to find them. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I also, man, that's so true. And I, completely agree not everybody is cut out to be an entrepreneur you know like i feel like it's okay if you want to have a boss too you know like, yeah. like it's okay because yeah. like there's times when i'm like man i miss having a boss like, <laughs> i mean there's obviously there's there's certain people that have a good gig it's like hey if you have a good gig you're happy you have time you got somebody telling you that's great right 
Mm-hmm. It's just like sometimes in society, it's like everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. You're like a shithead or something. You know, yeah. like it's like no. I mean, it's it's great and it's a it's a very rewarding journey because it's it's just problem solving. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. You know, maybe there there's some people that have focus in other areas, and that's okay too. You know. Yeah, my my buddy um, Alex Sharfin calls entrepreneurs evolutionary hunters and <laughs> and they they basically and that's exactly what we are you know it's yeah. like you got to go out you got to hunt if you want to eat you got to kill you know and you got to yeah. get after it and and then there's other people in the tribe who are you know gatherers and they're nurturers and and you figure out where you're at in the tribe and that's perfectly cool but um it is an important distinction like you have to be okay with the uncertainty and with the the long hours and the early mornings and the late nights, sometimes, you know, that's what it takes. But when you feel in alignment with your calling and when you're doing something you love, you'll push past that adversity and you'll have fun in the process. Mm, well said, brother. Where can, if everybody wants to learn more about you and dive into more of your work, what's the best place to check you out? We'll make sure it's all in the show notes. Yeah, man. I mean, um, carryjack.com pretty much is it's all there c-a-r-y-j-a-c-k.com you can actually i'm giving away a free ebook to uh to all your listeners so if they want to learn more about the 10 alignments it's a, it's a ton of gold in there um that is carryjack.com and uh you'll, you'll see there's a place to get the ebook for free and then we're doing a special you know hookup for all the uaa listeners so if you use code lance at thehappyhustle.com. You can get um, 25% off our signature course. It's, it's basically everything we talked about, the 10 alignments, we call it the journey, 10 days to becoming a happy hustler. And we go through, there's a video lesson, there's actual takeaways, there's powerful resources. And it's probably one of the better things I've ever put out. I've spent a lot of time doing it, you know, like, but it's a lot of great content packed into like an hour lesson a day for the next 10 days. People can sign up. They get, you know, just, you know, step-by-step process, how to measure where you rank in each alignment. And I, I think it'll be super valuable. And then coming out next year in 2021, finally, my book, The Happy Hustle will be soon. So uh, yeah, those are some of the good spots. Love it, man. Your branding's great, by the way. I love it. <laughs> the little winking little dude <laughs> yeah that. well it's you know what it is my inspiration i i feel like when we're happy hustling sometimes you get punched in the eye you know uh, and, yeah. and that's that's what happens you know it's not all <laughs> smiles and i actually got this this silly smiley face on my ankle when i was under the influence in bali and that soon became the logo of my uh of my business <laughs> so I there's multiple it. meetings i love it brother yeah. I always end all the episodes. Well, when I remember, sometimes I forget with this final question. <laughs> um, out of all the challenges, struggles, adversity in your life, what is one lesson that adversity has taught you? To just be true to yourself and have the mental fortitude and the grit to pick yourself back up after you do get knocked down. I think that is just a, a key component of pushing through any adversity in your life. Realize too that this, this too shall pass, right? And I heard this recently um, from Brandon Bouchard and it was, in the end, it'll all be okay, dot, dot, dot. And if it's not the end, or if, it, and if it's not okay, it's not the end. 
dot 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 <laughs> so so all good in the hood y'all if you're out there happy hustling and you're listening to lance you're in the right place keep pushing keep persevering past that adversity and just don't quit you can do it hell yeah thank you so much brother this is awesome hey thank you lance <laughs> thank you all for for listening and watching this has been my honor peace and love thanks everybody if you guys got value from that, please leave us a review on Apple. It's always greatly appreciated. And if you aren't yet subscribed, subscribe or follow whatever account or wherever, whatever platform you decide to listen to this on. It's greatly appreciated. And as well, if you want to go and watch this episode or future episodes on YouTube, it's also available there. Go check out Carrie's podcast, the Happy Hustle Podcast. The guy's an absolute legend and highly respect this guy. And he's really making a difference in the world. So follow him. Go check him out on social media as well. He's got a ton of value. Love you guys. We'll catch you next time.